Good morning and a happy Thursday to you folks. It is a beautiful day outside, gorgeous day if you will. And have you ever heard, come to your senses? Boy, I heard that a lot growing up when I was a kid. And sometimes what I would do is I would think, do they mean the senses like actually touch, see, smell, taste, hear? Is that what they're talking about? Well, later in life, I started thinking about that. Like, do we gain an appreciation of what it means to be human? And do we gain an appreciation of this miraculous thing we call life if we start to get more in tune with our senses? So if you see through the lens of gratitude, the human body not only becomes a miracle of nature, but a construction project that is just incredible, folks. And people working in the oil and gas industry definitely can understand an amazing and awesome construction project. So the next time you're looking in the mirror, take a look at that beautiful, gorgeous construction project that you are. Now let's get this Thursday going because it's March Madness! Woohoo! It's time to play hard for fun. Now let's play hard. Welcome to the Crude Life Morning Show. Play hard, work hard. My name is Jason Spees. That is Sterling. Back in the studio, the Industrial Forest Studios here. We are... Oh, do you need to get this plugged in here, by the way? I see that... No, this is, I think, for your oh, my for, for your yeah, no electronic device, you know? All right. Well, welcome, everybody. We're changing oil, going down the interstate 90 miles an hour here at the Play Hard, Work Hard Morning Show. But we're back in the studio, but still... Piecing things together after the trip down to Permian and Tulsa. We had great interviews, of course, with uh, DEPA, Domestic Energy Producers Alliance. Talked about uh, the uh, API, the American Petroleum Institute. You know what he said during the interview? Yeah, how did they take that? He called it the, uh, if, if it doesn't change, they're going to be known as the European Petroleum Institute. Ouch. EPI. EPI. You know, I'll tell you what, and you sandwich that or layer it, depending on if you want a cake or if you'd like a sandwich, whatever metaphor you'd like in the food world. I do a lot of food metaphors. Yeah, now I'm hungry. Thank you. Is our interview yesterday where we just kind of did the truncated play hard show where the gentleman worked in oil and gas for 29 years and then he transitioned to wind. 80% wind, 20% oil, because that's what the marketplace, that's what API is trying to say, is that, folks, it's happening. We're trying to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. Of course, DEPA doesn't agree with that. I don't necessarily myself, because I just, I, there's so many other conversations we can have. Why have that one? Yeah, but it seems like with the, that statement from the API that they're you know negotiating, not from a position of strength. It's more of a, this is happening, guys. Well, if you Park talk to the energy secretary, it's there. Yeah, it's she's already. like she's like wake up, mm-hmm. you know, and so we have that coming up, or yeah, we had really. that. You took the studio with you. I mean, really, a lot of people listening. <laughs> you to never that left the by studio. The way. A lot of people uh, listening to that. 
then we were down, of course, at the Pipeliners, Permian Pipeliners annual cook-off. Thank you very much for having us down there. Thank you, Sean Forbes from OG Directory for filling in and being a co-host, a wonderful co-host. Boy, she took the show right over, man. Yeah, I figured I was going to get a pink slip when I showed up this Sheesh. morning. <laughs> I thought I might get a pink slip from her. So <laughs> yeah, like I said she just took it over. Uh, great job, though. It was fantastic. We had a great time. Uh, the interviews, uh, people were, were, were getting great social media exposure, but more importantly, we're getting the people listening to it. And uh, there's a lot of people that had some great stories. They had a lot to say. And uh, we talked about the cold winters in North Dakota. We talked about some of the new businesses that's uh, being developed down in the Permian. So a lot of stuff happening down there. Everybody recovering nicely from the storms and everything? We made a lot of progress. Oh, yeah. We made a lot of progress with uh, the industrial forest down there, by the way. We've got several land sites now that are potential. We've got a tree, a nursery that wants to donate trees. Now that's even better. And I said, no, no, we want to pay you. Now, you can give us a penny over your cost, but at least cover your cost, man. I said, we're at a time now where we need to pay people. It's easy to get caught up in a social cause. It's easy. Mm -hmm. I go, part of what we're trying to do at the industrial forest is pay people for their time. Because we want it to work, and you want it to be consistent, and you need an industry's logistics to do that. And Yeah. And not only that, but we want people to be dedicated, and, Mm -hmm. and what better way than to pay them? It's <laughs> it's always nice to have money in your pocket. I mean, to plant, we'll get the volunteers. We'll do the community sure, yeah. event. Yeah, yeah that's get a whole the kids, man. The kids labor stuff. Well, we get the labor. Yeah, that's <laughs> they all. can volunteer we'll labor volunteer left and right. Volunteer that Absolutely. all day long. Come on, but, dig some holes with us. But the, but but you know the raw materials. No, we're going to get paid for that. <laughs> uh, coming up later on this week, by the way, uh, Lieutenant Governor Brent Sanford of North Dakota. He's uh, out of Watford City. The former mayor of Watford City. Oh, that's going to be a good one. And I'm sending Jenica on that interview. And so what's happening here is they just released yesterday their new forecast Mm -hmm. for oil and gas and what the oil and gas industry has done for the state. So rather than have a governor on, I always like to get the lieutenant governor on in North Dakota because he's, he's from Watford City. And Doug Burgum, Lieutenant or uh, Governor Burgum, who just had hip surgery, by the way. No, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, he's from the east side of the state, okay. so he has you know he has land in western North Dakota, but he's not from there. I'll like, always go with the guy on the ground. Yeah, and that's why we local do, intel. And so even if you go back and take a look at the crude life interviews through the years since Governor Burgum has been elected, primarily any interview that has to do with oil and gas. We, we actually went with the lieutenant governor. Yeah, because I bet a lot of times with somebody like Burgum, you know, not to, not to say anything bad, but with a governor in general, you're going to get a lot of points, talking points. You're not going to get a lot of info. Well, we, the bigger picture stuff yeah. about how it ties in with maybe the East, that's sure. when we bring Burgum in. Sure. But for, for things that, that have to do with the West and the impact of the West, yeah. we, we want the guy that, you know, had a car dealership out there. That, that, that's what his family had. And so in Watford City, for crying out loud. In fact, this is, this is the best story. This is, I mean, nothing says small town when you're interviewing the former mayor who's lieutenant governor, <laughs> and they, ha- they, they don't have a new car dealership yet because it's just, it was so small town because the other one retired. So yeah. Right, it was the family business. It was right? just, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, but, but nobody stepped up. It was just so funny. I, I, anyway, this reminded me of that interview. 
I kind of bombed it there at the end. But it was funny in the moment. <laughs> and you can be there. It was, you had to be there, but you can you be can there. You can actually if be you, there. <laughs> if you listen to the interview, because in the moment when he actually describes the story, I do call him out in that. I said, I'm like, oh, boy, I don't mean to disrespect you, but that sounds so small town, man. Like, anyway. <laughs> That's well, a good he, tease for the interview. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. He's a cool guy. So uh, Lieutenant Governor Brent Sanford coming up this week, as Watford well as... Uh, we do have a, a, a request out to NDSU Professor Dean Bankson. He's uh, the, one of the individuals who did the study. And he's been a regular contributor in the past here. So we're going to bring him in, too, sometime over the next week to talk about some real nuts and bolts. So, I mean, this is the type of stuff that you know CEOs email me and say, mm-hmm. thank you for doing that interview. So if you're in business development, yeah, probably not. Maybe maybe won't be your cup of tea. Right. But you know, if if you're in in the decision making of that ilk of the CEOs and CFOs and COOs, yeah, they love this stuff. They love this stuff because it's you know it's the impact. Uh, coming up also, WIC. We're going to talk with them a little bit later on about safety sometime this week and uh, only a couple days left it's thursday yeah, today, it's so already friday by, man well that's what happens when you take a vacation new sponsor thank you mineral tracker powered by first international bank out of watford city that is awesome thank you very much so we'll be hearing their advertisements coming as well and then we mentioned the industrial forest march madness selection show <laughs> We're going to put that show right here on audio so that way you can hear. Instead of Sterling and I going through who got what, you know, I, we, we can tell you all day long that seven compression is matched up with Abilene Christian or that Black Star Energy Services is matched up with Kansas. But you know what? We're just going to bring the show here. So that'll be the work hard portion. So it's going to be kind of a fun day today on Thursday. It's March Madness, man. Thursday. Finally. Thirsty Thursday. Oh. You know, March Madness, they changed it up this year because the play-in games now are on Thursday. And they used to have... they added more teams? Eh, it's quarantine. Ah, yeah. Different the, locations. The, the play-in games used to be Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday. And then they'd play those games, and then Thursday's when they kick off the real, mm-hmm. kind of the big 64-team tournament. So this way is interesting. This is interesting. I think they're experimenting to see how it goes. Probably something, if it works out, we'll start to see that again and again, you think? I don't know. I mean, this would mean, you know, Thursday, the, the first weekend of March Madness is the single greatest sporting event there is. Oh, man, because it's, it's just a wild, There's nobody knows. Upsets, buzzer beaters. I mean, just games after games yeah. and the gambling and the chicken wings and the beer <laughs> and the smack talk and... The the people who pick because of colors and and, yeah, and animal all the names different systems. And, oh, yeah. there's just all kinds of nonsense, and but that's part of it. I mean, that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, are you not entertained? <laughs> I mean, it's just it's so fabulous. So March Madness uh, coming up. So I did want to ask you about your hometown. <laughs> I got bombed, huh? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dahran. Yep. Uh, that was about two weeks ago or so. Yeah. Well, right when I left, like yep. the next day, you texted me, my hometown just got bombed. Yeah. They and were, uh, I didn't see anything in the news. You know what? I didn't even catch it in any major news. It was coming off of Facebook from the Aramco Brat group that I'm a part of, you know, that all lived over in Saudi Arabia. Because none of you guys are on LinkedIn. What's LinkedIn again? It's right. The, that's the one with the bunny. Well, it's turning into Facebook. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of complaints I've heard about that lately. Remember really? how I said you have to get on LinkedIn? Yeah. Don't bother. Why? 
it's turning into Facebook very slowly. A lot of pictures of uh, kids and social events and uh, just it's it's kind of the LinkedIn. Do we really need another platform, for right? That? And and it's it's turned into almost like a hybrid, you know. Yeah. But it's more and more veering towards the clickbait. Okay. Oh yeah. So when you've got you know a social picture versus somebody trying to solicit solicit their services. Mm-hmm. What do you think's going to get liked? Gee, <laughs> John over here, the sucker is trying to, you know, he's a home inspector saying, hey, guys, we got a special this week for $2.99, normally $5.99. Sally took a picture of her shoe. She got 10,000 likes. Yeah, it's... So, I mean, it's... How fa- do you compete I mean. against that? It's, it's Facebook is what yeah, I'm getting at. Yeah. It's it's turning into that, you know, so... Everything's um, a brand, man. Everything is a brand. But yeah, so it, I think you're going to see a new a, a new platform pop up. I really do. Like mm-hmm. something uh, like a something that's going to replace LinkedIn. Oh, Bill Gates will strict figure it business. Out. Bill Gates will figure there it out. There probably is something out there. Elon Musk, one of those two. They'll, no, one of those two will figure it out. I'm sure. By the way, I see The Rock now is uh, coming forward about depression. I so didn't see that. The dude's so running for president. Oh, man. It was it was on my Yahoo homepage, right? Yeah. I'll tell you. <laughs> He's I, so I, running. I'm getting excited already just thinking about the it. People's party. <laughs> If the people decide, I know the people's party, the people's (laughs) champ, the people's elbow. Honestly, it's fantastic. You know, you can almost you can almost flash forward to after a presidency, and you and you're watching the documentary about the ascendancy of Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, it's It's an amazing story, man. It's called Idiocracy. The documentary (laughs) called Idiocracy with nine times SmackDown champion Camacho. Uh, You know what? I would trust The Rock more than Camacho. Terry Crews? <laughs> Terry Crews, man. That's yeah. who played him. I know, I know, great. but come on. Actually, he'd be a good vice. So, Dahran. Like a defense secretary or something. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> secretary of defense, Terry Crews, the blind side. That'd be awesome. <laughs> All right, so Dahran, uh, did, did, it, did it get bombed? Outside bombed? Well, okay, what so happened? What, what happened was uh, Houthi rebels. From, By the way, you better say what Dahran is. Okay, Dahran is a compound in Saudi Arabia that houses people that work for Saudi Aramco. Which used to be Ramco. Which used to be Ramco. Which and, used to be Standard Oil. Yep, way back in the day. So, And when you say house... You're talking about there's golf courses, there's grocery Snack stores, bars, there's commissaries, there's swimming pools, there's and all of those employees yep. are employed by the oil and gas company Saudi Ramco. Yeah, and the last time I lived there, which is you know about two decades ago, there was about fourteen or fifteen thousand people at on Calum. Uh, so on we, camp. when we say this oil and gas base town, we're talking about a small city. It is of really ten to twenty thousand people. Yeah, on any given day. Yeah. And, and probably, so, you know, a couple thousand more fluctuating all the time. That's so right. It's, that's yeah, right. It's, even, it's a constant in and out. So, Well, I talked to people that they said, uh, in fact, our guy yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Michael Renthrow, he worked in Saudi uh, Ramco. I'm sorry, for uh, Saudi Arabia in Dahran, where he spent, he said, months. That's so right. So he was yep. a contractor, yep. and so there must be some area... Apparently designated for contractors. Yeah. yeah. When my father first moved over there, he was a contractor. So he didn't live on camp. He lived down in Kobar, which is the city closest by. Okay. Maybe in that's contractor what he Contractor housing. Said. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Basically so just apartments. He started talking the lingo over my head. I just kind of <laughs> nodded and kind of figured other people yeah. knew what uh, well, was talking Well, if he was there about. for a couple of months, he probably got to dive down deep and, you know, really get a sense of the country. And ironically, he was a diver. 
Oh, he, he's a he's a scuba. Yeah, he was the he was the okay. pipeline uh, welder. Oh man, and that's cool. Now he's building the wind. Now turbines. he's doing the wind turbines yep. out in the sea. What a transition! Which are, which are being primarily owned by European companies. Yeah, I was going to say they're starting to surround us with those little pinwheels. <laughs> Interesting how how our American subsidy dollars are going to European companies building renewable. Hey, come on! What it what's ever gone wrong <sighs> in Europe? Come on! All right, so let's talk about. <laughs> Let's talk about Dahran. Okay, so, so, so on the seventh, apparently, there was an attack by. For people We're that don't know, the there's there's a war going down in in Yemen, which is south of Saudi Arabia, between forces called the Houthis that are backed by Iranians. Complicated story, right? They've been sending drones. The Houthis, the Houthi rebels, is what they're called. They have been sending drone attacks. On the seventh, they hit. Eastern cities of Rastanora, which is another Saudi Aramco compound about an hour from Dahran, and Damam. And shrapnel from those explosions landed in Dahran, okay. causing no casualties or major damage. But it was that close. That close. Well, I mean, and you think about it, it's actually not that close. It's an hour and 10 minute drive from Dahran to Rastanora. And they that's were, how far the shrapnel They were was? hitting Damam, which is a port city, Rastanora, which is on the, the coast, uh, and the facilities there. And that, yeah, some of the shrapnel has fallen as far as Dahran. It's scary with these drone attacks, man. Man, when you guys start talking about the cities over there in Saudi Arabia and just start, I mean, it's just, it's like the Simpsons. It's like Watford City, man. It's like, it's like Santa's little helper with the Simpsons. Blah, 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 sit. <laughs> you know, I, you know I, like Monorail and Shevertown and I, Westport. I pick up like every fourth word. Okay, okay. You're like, okay, right. I know he's speaking English. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the, the bombing was an hour and a half away? Yeah, it's, what did he say? They said that... Uh, there was 10 armed drones. They launched them at those facilities, Rostranor and Damam. And the impact, the physical impact. They also shot apparently short-range missiles and drones at the target in the south, and that's the shrapnel okay. that looks like it got into Dahran. Yeah. So, folks, if you wonder what we're talking about here, well, Sterling, he grew up in Dahran and you know, working for this oil and gas. His dad worked for uh, Ramco, and so Sterling went to school there elementary school i grew up there and he had duck and cover drills for this specific reason right here pretty much like, i was i i was joking with sean forbes when she was sitting in uh for you down in texas that here you know you had duck and cover drills and and this shit actually happened yeah okay? it wasn't it, it was i had fire wasn't drills. a leftover from the 50s i so. had nuclear drills right our school never burned down, okay? <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I think about all the drills that we went through of the one percentile chance of something, fire is probably the top, right? Yeah. As far as a school burning down is probably above a nuclear holocaust or some sort of a, a, a shooter, you know, a school shooter. You know, I don't know they, if they it do was those a, drills now. Yeah, but in, in Saudi, at least in Dahran, I don't know if it was a conscious choice or just the architectural decision, but the schools were solid concrete. Well, These were bunkers. That was a conscious They choice. looked really cool. And probably cooling. But they were probably meant to be blast resistant. But, pro but probably even a cooling factor, too. For yeah, the actually, cooling. Yeah, yeah, all that cement cooling down. A cool right. inside. Absolutely. Uh, yep. There's probably multiple effects on that, you know. But. <laughs> but, you know, this kind of stuff, I mean, of course, Saudi Arabia has a missile system that was able to intercept or basically disable everything, right? So they didn't, they didn't have any uh, serious damage, but it drove... Ga you know, oil prices jumped. 
I think up to $70 for the day, right? Which is what a 10 or $15 jump, I think at the time. Uh, you know, so you just look at these that, types of things. Is that what happened? Yeah, it's just that little blip. Just that little blip. You think about how easy it is, like writing uh, Earth First on an oil, on a gas supply line can mm-hmm. shut down an entire town while they have to go and check and make sure there wasn't any real explosions. Vail, Colorado. Yeah. You know, it's, it's becoming off the shelf easy to terrorize. Mm-hmm. With the energy infrastructure. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's, you can't, you can't, maintain and monitor a continuous pipeline so, it is yeah. getting back to that earth first one folks the the story is very i'm going to give you a very simplified version of it which is they, they spray painted the the fist the earth first for the fist and the exclamation point and there was some history apparently where they had done some damage to some pipes or something that yeah. caused a knee-jerk reaction to shut the pipe down to inspect it and that created a whole ripple of bringing generators out and yep. making sure that... You they know, had to that, go back and relight manually everything. Yes. That's why it took so long. So they... But it, at the end of the day, it was just spray paint, right? Just spray paint. As far as I've heard, that was the what, only thing What done. bothers me is the sheriff, actually, when he said, we, we don't want to call this domestic terrorism. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, when I start thinking about the picking and choosing of, of our labeling things. I think that needs to be in the conversation. Absolutely. That's not a freedom of expression that, that when you start, you know, messing with 4,500, I think it was 4,500 homes, right? Yeah. 4,500 homes with elderly, sick people. Yeah. What know? was the message you were hoping to send with? That's that? what I mean. That's what I don't understand. The, I mean, if, if terrorism can be used in, in a very ambiguous way, like it is, um. We need to start having some conversations about okay, why was this not then? Because it does it serves some agenda. I don't really understand why well, no, other because, than to highlight how important natural gas is. But but I get why the sheriff was doing it because yeah. if the sheriff introduces that term, well now that's a whole new level. Yeah. Homeland security's yep. coming in. Yeah, I you bet know, FBI. Man. I bet. You know Absolutely. It probably the, kicks it here to comes a whole the new alphabet level. people. Yeah. But that's the that's the thing is you uh you have to you have to crack down on this stuff. Well, that's what I'm saying. You have I, to. I think the conversation should be had at least. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not saying maybe it needs to be led by the sheriff, but maybe the sheriff should imply that the conversation should be had. See, I'd be, you know what? You get 1,000 people, you Someone stand on leadership. public land outside of that pipeline, you hold up signs, you protest it, that is within your right. If you're permitted and you're being peaceful, that's your right. You don't have the right to shut it down. That's... That's terrorism, man. If that's not terrorism, it's at least criminal. I mean, that should be... You think about the... the what do you the, get for graffiti? Shit, it's probably a misdemeanor, man. You know what I would hope, at the very least, is they if they find out who does it, is that they bill them. <laughs> Better call Saul would plead that down to a misdemeanor. <laughs> Come on, that's graffiti! That's like it's saying... A, it's kind of a stretch, <laughs> don't you think? I mean, I could just see him pleading that down. I could see Better Call Saul pleading my uh, misdemeanor down to a uh, first-degree murder by accident. Oh, man. <laughs> right, exactly. Go land crabs. Right on. All right, we're going to take a brief pause and we come back. What do we got coming up next? Oh, we got? Oh, March Madness. That's Woo-hoo. what we got. Some actual real March Madness. Not, not, not the teams that we have entered in the crude life March Madness. Oh, no. This is getting ready getting you sharpened for your Friday March Madness at Buffalo Wild Wings or whatever sports bar you're going to go and just sit and watch. 
the last two minutes of all the games. Right. That's <laughs> trust me, that's all you do. You sit and talk and eat wings and nachos With and the head on a swivel. The, the last two minutes come. Okay, my bracket's out. Let's see. Yep. Gonna, oh, okay, Valparaiso, how they doing? Okay, yep, that's how it goes, folks. We'll see you in a few. Just remember your task will only last if you don't take off your mask when the in the inside is warm You've been wishing you never been born All I can say You try to behave And try not to get your mind blown Mind blown, your mind blown Show you something that's never been shown Your mind blown, your mind blown And that's all Music heard on the Crude Life Morning Show, Play Hard, Work Hard, is by the Moody River Band. Interested in becoming a sponsor? Email studio at thecrudelife.com. The Crude Life, Play Hard, Work Hard, is sponsored in part by Blackwater Environmental is a family-owned company with over 10 years of on-site industrial experience, offering inspections, consulting, coding failure analysis, specification writing, and coding application services, along with many other services for energy, oil, gas, and municipalities. Blackwater Environmental was started in Moorcraft, Wyoming, but has grown to a larger facility in Gillette, Wyoming, where they provide a better quality of service for their customers. For more information on Blackwater Environmental, check out their website, blackwaterenviro.com. That's blackwaterenviro.com. The Crude Life, Play Hard, Work Hard, is sponsored in part by... For more than 100 years, First International Bank and Trust has been headquartered in western North Dakota, home of the Bakken. Our proven record of mineral management, appraisal, and brokerage services is now enhanced by the only Bakken-specific software, Mineral Tracker. Trust First International Mineral and Land Services and Mineral Tracker to protect your interests and help build and preserve a financial legacy for generations to come. Great American Mining monetizes wasted, stranded, and undervalued gas throughout the oil and gas industry by using it as a power generation source for Bitcoin mining. Great American Mining Company brings the market and their expertise to the molecule. Their solutions make producers more efficient and profitable while helping reduce flaring and venting throughout the oil and gas value chain. And if you're a mineral owner, Check out how much Bitcoin you could be making right now with your valued gas. Go to GAM.AI. That's Great American Mining, GAM.AI. The Industrial Forest. It takes an industry to build a forest. Hey folks, Jason Spies with The Crude Life. Did you know about half the trees planted in the last 20 to 30 years have died within the first year? Lack of watering, transplant shock, special interest groups, poor growing conditions are just a few reasons it takes an industry to build a forest, and that is exactly what the industrial forest does. Sustainability sheds, critical pipeline systems are implemented to ensure the forest survives and absorbs carbon for decades to come. It takes an 
industry to build a forest. If you're interested in sustainable forests, growing industry jobs, check out theindustrialforest.com. That's theindustrialforest.com. Play hard, work hard. Now, let's play hard. We ready, coach? We ready? All right, time for the Crude Life March Madness 2021. That's what year we're in right now. Swan Energy was the winner last year in our 2020 version of the Crude Life March Madness Tournament. This year, we have a whole new entry, 68 teams this year. We have an actual tournament, so we get to match them up, and we're going to do that right now as I get my Vanna White on with my Illinois Nick Anderson Kenny Battle. No, Ken Gill. Ken Gill. Kenny Gill. <laughs> Kendall Gill. Jeez. All right, first All right. up on our poll is Texas Southern. Texas Southern goes to Oil Dog Pipe Rental. Oil Dog Pipe Rental All goes right. there. Who do we got next? Mount St. Mary's. Mount St. Mary's goes to, it's not as easy as it looks, folks. <laughs> Natural Gas Now, our good folks. Tom Shipstone at Natural Gas Now. Yep, next is Drake. Drake, the singer Drake goes to Aces Completions. Kate Hornbrook. I bet she knows Drake. Man, she's that's pretty cool. He's so cool. He's just his own team, man. Probably a customer on her side. On her side. <laughs> Get to that a little later. <laughs> yeah, on, we'll folks. talk to that. In this. Hang on here. What do we got? Next, Wichita State. Wichita State. Winter mud. Winter mud. Ken Lavin. Winter mud. All right. We got it. Okay, Appalachian hey. State. Appalachian State. Okay. Ion Field Services. Sorry, Jackie Jenkin. <laughs> pretty sure Appalachian State ain't gonna do it, but hey. Well, it was fun trying. You never know. Up never next know. is Norfolk State. You're telling me there's a chance. That's always a chance. Reeves Land Services. Reeves Land Services. Okay, who do we got next? UCLA. Oh, UCLA. There we go. Oil Man Magazine. Oil Man Magazine. UCLA. John Wooden. And Michigan State. Michigan State. OG Directory. Sean Forbes. OG Directory. You know, Michigan State knocked off a couple number one seeds in the last week and a half, so. Well, let's see. They're going to be, uh, we got Florida up next. Florida. Oh, we're into the tournament now. MineralTracker.com. One of our newest sponsors, MineralTracker.com. we got to try to make this under 10 minutes, see if we can do it. <laughs> Virginia Tech. Global Energy Solutions. Global Energy Solutions. Arkansas. Arkansas. Apex Energy Services. Apex Energy Services. Arkansas. Nine wins going into the tournament. They're up against uh, Colgate. Colgate. All right. Brushed my teeth with Colgate. Absolute Energy Field Products and Services. Absolute Energy Field Products and Services for Colgate. And right? we got Illinois. Bakken Barbecue, Illinois. Bakken Barbecue, Illinois. Boy. That was very serendipitous. As yeah. the MC of the Bakken Barbecue, <laughs> I'm wearing the Illinois shirt, and aren't they a number one seed? I think so. Booyah! Yes. Man, it's ordained. Drexel. Not even, not even rigged. Oh, Drexel. I love this. Maxwell's Bar. The Exel Drexel <laughs> Maxwell. You see how that works? You see how that works, folks? Going up Coming Texas up, Tech. Spartan Energy Services. Spartan Energy Services. Goes to Bobby Knight, selling the monitor there. Utah State. Knight Energy Services. Knight Energy Services. Matt Hill, Utah State. And then Ohio State. Ohio State goes to the Earth champion, Johnny Green. Oh, did they really try Ohio State? I oh, did. good draw, nice. Johnny Green. Okay, Blue Sage Oral Services. Roberts. Oral Roberts, Oral Blue Roberts. Sage Services. Okay, Blue Sage got... Services. 
Baylor. Elite Energy Services. Elite Energy Services goes to Baylor. That's a good draw there. Yeah, folks. that's a good one. Then we got Hartford. Hartford, Orange Property Management. Orange Property Management. Then we got Chicago at Loyola. I can never say it. Well, you got to say it for me. Chicago Loyola. Loyola, thank you. I thank you. I'm my fingers here. Yeah. Sand Revolution. Sand Revolutions. The beautiful Yuri, not to be confused with Yari. <laughs> Yari. What are we even talking about? Georgia Tech. Inspector. <laughs> okay, who Georgia Tech? Georgia Tech. Okay, by the way, don't make that mistake in public. Your no. friends will never <laughs> let you live that down. Yeah, oh. even, even Frackleberry knows. <laughs> <of which>. <laughs> <laughs> She's funny. all. Yeah, I'll second that. Unit drilling. <laughs> Unit drilling. It's Georgia Tech. Oh my word! Right. I love it. It's the Chewy Paws. Chewy Paws oh, is yeah, Tennessee. Chewy Paws. Okay, Frackleberry <laughs> Hodge. He's just mooching away. Yeah, we got to get her in this. Oregon State. Smart Chain Solutions. Smart Chain Solutions. Okay. And then up next is Oklahoma oh, I'm State. I'm losing my composure here. No, you're holding on to Amigo it. Amigo Pipe. And equipment, amigo pipe and equipment. Who's who did they get? They get Oklahoma State. Oh, good draw yeah, there. Nice good draw, draw there. there. Night and Industries. Night and Industries. They get Liberty. Liberty. Oh, the Flames. Liberty. Up next, North Carolina. North Carolina goes to Renegade Services. Renegade Services with North Carolina. And then Wisconsin. Wisconsin, the drunken Scotties. Let's see who they end up with. <laughs> W-I-C, W-I-C. Well, I'm sure Bailey Midkiff and Jake Milne will figure that out. Yeah, the drunken sure. Scotty up there. Probably know a few people. <laughs> Next e, up is Houston. E, 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 and E Enterprises. Houston, okay. Houston. E, three. Then we got Cleveland State. Marcellus Drilling News. Marcellus Drilling News. That's actually kind of appropriate. Yeah, I think that works, yeah. Yeah. Then we got Purdue. Purdue. Purdue, canine pipe inspections. Canine pipe inspections with Purdue. And who's up next? Because they get more boilermakers right here. <laughs> Kick his ass, Seabass. North Texas. Floco Solutions. Floco oh, Solutions. Love that name. Who'd they get? North Texas? They got North Texas. Okay. Up Hyd next. Hydra USA. Who got Hydra USA? Vicky Clemson. Lynch? Clemson. Okay. Yep. Tigers. Vicky Leach Tigers Plunger Lift International Corporation goes to Rutgers. Rutgers. Next up, who do we got? Next up, we got Digital Oil and Gas Solutions. And they get San Diego State. San Diego State Aztecs. Not a bad draw. Kawhi Leonard's. Up Old next, grounds, I believe. who gets the Orange Man? True West. True West. Syracuse. Syracuse Orangeman. True West. Yeah, West Virginia. Connector Specialist Inc. Incorporated. <laughs> Incorporated. And you, here we you got have more. more ink in here with a K, so. Oh, oh. All right, you ready for this one? <laughs> Who gets Kate's Man Cave? Moorhead State. Come on! <laughs> Are you for real? Yes, sir. This is not scripted, folks. Uh, this is why we do it live. Kate's Man Cave will be who? Moorhead State. Unfortunately, that's not our Moorhead. 
as in Minnesota. Worked out just the same. Permian Shale goes to... <laughs> Villanova. 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 Did you say Villanova? <laughs> I think Wait, I did. Wilhelmina. Wilhelmina. I was reading the next one. Sesame Street. Wilhelmina. Winthrop. <laughs> Winthrop goes to Sunbelt Pump Solutions at Winthrop. Oh. Winthrop. Spread of Winthrop, sir. Oh, good, sir. Next Up next, Colorado. Great Mining Company. Corporate, I was going to say corporation. Cor company. Great Mining <laughs> Company. This Got is live. Going on. One take. We're not. This is the way it goes, folks. American directional drill of the 40-foot tape measure goes to... Boom! Georgetown. Georgetown. G-Town. Hey, measure Pat. Uh, Patrick Ewing, and he still won't be allowed to Madison nope. Square Garden. Maybe he's nope, like, not going to let him in. He's got to be the tallest guy in the excuse, building. Come on. Excuse me, sir. You're not allowed here. Yeah, I know who are you? You're, you built it, but, you know, that's okay. <laughs> Ink. Inked. Land Company. That's the ink with a K. They get Florida State. Florida State. Seminoles. Okay. What else we got coming? My hand is starting to hurt. Uh -oh. Okay, hold Lovkin. on. Hold on. You got UNC Greensboro coming up. Lovekin. UNC Greensboro. Lovekin. Okay. Next up is Kansas. Black Star Energy Services. Black Star Energy Services. Black Star Energy Services. They got Three Kansas. Times. <laughs> Next up, Eastern Washington. Black Water Environmental. Black Water Environmental. One more time. Black Water Environmental got Eastern Kansas, did you say? Eastern Washington. I was going to say Eastern Kansas. Is, there, is that, that even college. a thing? I don't think that's a thing. Meckler Marketing. Who are they going to market? LSU. Oh, they got Louisiana State. Yeah. Good for them. All right. There we go. And uh, Epic Site Solutions. Derek Clark. St. Bonaventure. St. Bonaventure. <laughs> Bonaventure. Well, actually, they're pretty good with a good record. I don't even know what their ranking is. Oil Field Specialty Partners has. Who's next? They will have Michigan, who Michigan. will be playing the winner of Mount St. Mary's versus Texan. Michigan's number one seed. Yes, sir. T-T-S. Drilling Solutions. Who do they end up with? They get Creighton. Creighton. Yep. Okay, Creighton. How about that? Weld Fit. UC Santa Barbara. Ooh, the Gauchos. Yeah. Well fit with the Gauchos. That's another thing, folks. The South Argentinian Gauchos, you never see them complain about the nickname. They, you know, Santa Barbara in style, baby. It's awesome. Edge and Murray Corporation goes to? Alabama. Alabama Slamma. All right. That's right. I did have to lick my fingers. It just had to happen. <laughs> Finger licking good. Field Point Energy Services. Iona. Iona. Field Point Energy Services. Okay. And next we have Alpha Industrial Construction. Iowa. Iowa. All right. I'm getting up there with the seeds now. Hold on here. We got Iowa. Okay. Woo! Titan Solutions. Heath Holloway and the fine folks at Titan Solutions. Who do they got? Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon. Did you just make that college up? I think so. I've never. That's got to be the first time ever. I never even heard of them. Now hold on. I got one here. I'm no, that's, I think you're right. <laughs> that's okay. What's USA? USA. Yeah, I think we got a misspelling here. USA. They're okay. going to be up against Wichita and Drake. We got a typo. B5 Consulting Services gets our typo of USA. Okay, we'll figure that one out. <laughs> okay. It's not VCU, is it? Uh, it might be. I'm going to put this one aside Trident here. Trident Steel Corp. Who's they get Yukon. 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 You made the tournament? They did. Are we now in the female bracket? <laughs> oh, that's going to hurt. Rough Riders <laughs> Center. I haven't heard of Yukon in the male tournament in a while. Maryland. Maryland goes to Rough Riders Center. Patrick Bertinoli, a fine folks out in Watford City. 
Speaking of Watford City, Bakken.com. Virginia. Virginia. Oh, that's a good seat yeah, there. That's a good one right there. Of course, most people are saying they're going to get upset right away. That's we'll the popular see. pick. Oilfield got... Boys. Ohio. Ohio. Oilfield Boys. The Bobcats. Yep. Four Warriors, Hydro, Excavation, Rocky Johnson, and the fine folks there. Who are they getting? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Ooh, that might actually upset them. You think? Go the right. Texas folk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, might, they might decline. They might decline. Say so we're going to pass on this one. <laughs> Is Winthrop still available? <laughs> next up, <laughs> next up, Missouri. Aries Buildings. All right, Aries Buildings. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, who gets our next? Colgate, Colgate around. Anybody want to trade? Yeah. Is this a secret Santa? White <laughs> elephant? How's this work? Imperative Chemical Partners. Gonzaga. Gonzaga. They Gonzaga. Got well, they got the yep. big draw. The big. They got the big one. How many we got left? Just a few. Okay. They're going to be up against either Norfolk or Appalachian. Okay. Appalachian. Who do we got? Quadra so Chemicals. Quadra they are going to be BYU. Quadra Chemicals is BYU. Quadra Chemicals is BYU. Okay. Campbell Electric out of Texas. They are Texas. Oh, are you for real? I'm for oh, real. Oh, look That's at that perfect. matchup. All right. Seven compression. Abilene Christian. Abilene Christian. Okay. Boy, we get some different yeah, colleges. Yeah, I haven't heard this. of some of these. Is that it? The last one? No. We're only going to back down to one. What do we got left? Who's the last one? Oregon. Hibernia Resources. Hibernia Resources has Oregon. And just to check, it was VCU? It was VCU. It was VCU. Okay. Yep. Folks, that's going to do it here for the Crude Live 2021 March Madness Tournament Selection, North Dakota State, my alma mater, Illinois. The only really college shirt I had around. The rest were my pros, Reeves, Johnson, Weber. We'll see you soon. The Crude Life. Play hard, work hard. Is sponsored in part by Blackwater Environmental. Is a family-owned company with over 10 years of on-site industrial experience. Offering inspections, consulting, coding failure analysis, specification writing and coding application services, along with many other services for energy, oil, gas, and municipalities. Blackwater Environmental was started in Moorcraft, Wyoming, but has grown to a larger facility in Gillette, Wyoming, where they provide a better quality of service for their customers. For more information on Blackwater Environmental, check out their website, BlackWaterEnviro.com. That's BlackWaterEnviro.com. The Crude Life. Play hard, work hard. Is sponsored in part by... For more than 100 years, First International Bank and Trust has been headquartered in western North Dakota, home of the Bakken. Our proven record of mineral management, appraisal, and brokerage services is now enhanced by the only Bakken-specific software, Mineral Tracker. Trust First International Mineral and Land Services and Mineral Tracker to protect your interests and help build and preserve a financial legacy for generations to come. Great American Mining monetizes wasted, stranded, and undervalued gas throughout the oil and gas industry by using it as a power generation source for Bitcoin mining. Great American Mining Company brings the market and their expertise to the molecule, their solutions make producers more efficient and profitable while helping reduce flaring and venting throughout the oil and gas value chain. And if you're a mineral owner, check out how much Bitcoin you could be making right now with your valued gas. Go to 
GAM.AI. That's Great American Mining, GAM.AI. The industrial forest. It takes an industry to build a forest. Hey folks, Jason Spies with The Crude Life. Did you know about half the trees planted in the last 20 to 30 years have died within the first year? Lack of watering, transplant shock, special interest groups, poor growing conditions are just a few reasons it takes an industry to build a forest, and that is exactly what the industrial forest does. Sustainability sheds, critical pipeline systems are implemented to ensure the forest survives and absorbs carbon for decades to come. It takes an industry to build a forest. If you're interested in sustainable forests, growing industry jobs, check out theindustrialforest.com. That's theindustrialforest.com. Play hard, work hard. Now, let's play hard. Welcome back to the show, North Dakota Senator Kevin Kramer. Senator, it's so good to see you again. Hey, Senator, can we get your quick reaction to the Washington Post running that blockbuster correction? Uh, Basically, President Trump never said to the Georgia state election official, quote, find the fraud. He said there's dishonesty there. This was used in the impeachment proceedings, a statement against President Trump, and used in a Georgia state investigation into Trump. Your reaction on this correction? Well, good for the Washington Post, but it's uh, awfully late. The, the problem is they should avoid these mistakes in the first place by doing a little bit of investigative reporting. But the Washington Post has become famous in this town for um, jumping first bef- before they do the uh, background checks and the research and verifications. And this has happened to Donald Trump multiple times, as we know, over the course of four years. In fact, the Washington Post, New York Times and others are, are, were largely embarrassed by Donald Trump getting elected. And they seem to spend four years trying to undo it or delegitimize it. This was just one more time when they, they you know, they took a leap without checking checking out the facts and, uh, you know, Donald Trump was was proven right again. So shame on the Washington Post for doing it in the first place, but at least they, they uh, did print the retraction. It seems that the audio recording was found in a Georgia state official's trash uh, bin on their desktop. So now the audio recording is the proof of it is out there. There's going to be major fallout of this. We're going to stay on this. Let's move to this story. What was your reaction when you heard Florida Governor DeSantis saying that Biden's threat to reinstate COVID-19 lockdown restrictions if Americans don't follow the rules? Governor DeSantis said that's, quote, insane. What's your reaction to that? Well, I, I agree with Governor DeSantis, and, and quite honestly, I, I am perplexed by this administration's desire to keep this pandemic going. Uh, I mean, we spent the last year plus trying to get rid of the pandemic. These guys seem to be elongating it. Uh, they want to spread their misery, and there's an awful lot of pent-up you know, anxiety among the, the American public, especially as we head into spring and summer now. People want to get out and, and uh, do the things that they do in, in the summertime, and um, Governor DeSantis knows far better than anybody in Washington, D.C., whether Florida's ready to be open. And I, I, I trust his judgment, and I hope that people get on airplanes and go to Florida. I know I'm going to. <laughs> okay. Maybe we'll see there. All right. So there's been restrictions have either been lifted or dialed back in about 40 states. Governor DeSantis basically really tore into Biden on this. Let's take a listen to Governor DeSantis, DeSantis here. Watch. Biden last night said that they may have to impose more lockdown-type policies in the future. I can tell you, that ain't happening in Florida. To even contemplate doing any type of lockdown, honestly, it's insane. Okay, so now we have word that President Biden wants to raise corporate and individual taxes at the income tax rates, too. 
the estate tax is going to go up. He's going to hit limited liability uh, companies and their tax cuts and more. As he's talking about more lockdowns, looking ahead to 2024, how is this going to stack up? Well, so it's really easy, frankly, if he wants to do something good for the economy, just let these states reopen, get the vaccines out as fast as they possibly can. Thank you, President Trump, for getting that the vaccines done and, and just reopen our economy. If he does nothing and let but lets governors reopen, he's going to have a six plus gross domestic product growth over the course of the next year. Um, I don't know why he'd want to ruin all of that with higher taxes, more shutdowns. I, I was, I'm astounded by the notion that somehow one person in Washington, D.C., taking advice from one other person in Washington, D.C., knows what's good for the, the economy state by state. It's like they forgot that the United States is 50 sovereign states and the federal government is a creation of them, not the other way around. So you're talking Biden is taking advice from Nancy Pelosi, is that it? Well, Nancy Pelosi, maybe too, a little too much from Anthony Fauci. Um, I was a little astounded yesterday when Fauci suggested that Donald Trump should tell all of his supporters to get vaccines because clearly they take their orders from Donald Trump. Give, give absolutely zero respect for the fact that conservatives are naturally suspect of groupthink. They're individuals. We think for ourselves. And if they want to get a vaccine, they'll okay. get one. If they don't, they won't. That's what I'm talking I'm just talking about this, this, this lockdown mindset in Washington, D.C. should not be spread throughout the rest of the country. Hopefully, the rest of the country can have a greater influence on the affairs of Washington, D.C. Got it. Thank you so much, Senator. It's good to see you. Thanks for joining us. Great to see you. Thanks, Liz. Play hard, work hard. Now let's work hard. I've sponsored the SCALE Act, which is actually another bill that helps with carbon capture and storage, and it provides assistance for the infrastructure needed to do it. So this, along with 45Q and the other measures we put in place, is an effort to make sure that we can crack the code on carbon capture and storage. Exclusive interview industry news, environmental innovation at thecrudelife.com. Music heard on the Crude Life Morning Show, Play Hard, Work Hard, is by the Moody River with Jason Spies. Thank you for joining the program today. You know, I, I come from an oil background. My family's been in the oil and gas industry for 60 years. I, I think the thing with the younger generation is the younger generation has pretty much bought into the climate change phenomena. They really believe everything that people tell them. We just want to thank everybody that has been so supportive of us and especially you, Jason. Without, without your help, I don't think our event would be as successful. 
multiple incidents. So I, I don't want to be real critical of them because being a guy who's, you know, dad has several small businesses and, and coming from that sort of small business background, I get it. I mean, the, the, the operators here were put in a real bad position by the state of North Dakota. I'm glad that we've got people like you to pay attention and bring us information on stuff like this. Prices can't go any lower for services. I, I, they're, they're too low right now. I, our margins are in the single percentage point if we're lucky, and we're not lucky that often. You're exactly right. ESG is becoming more and more important to shareholders. I can see for my 20 companies, they take it very serious. It makes perfect sense, and I thought you had a really good show last week. Jason, I love your inquisitive questions because you you ask important questions that that lead to the most important truths. Hey, this is Kevin Kramer representing proudly the state of North Dakota in the United States Senate. Talking to Jason Speece, who's like the best energy interviewer in the world. No one does an interview like Jason Speece. We all like living the crude life, so. <laughs> the Crude Life with host Jason Speece. My name is Jason Spees, and this is the Crude Life Daily Update. On today's episode, we talk about Women's History Month. Every March since 1987, Congress and U.S. presidents have designated this month as Women's History Month. This year, the Crude Life celebrates and honors their accomplishments and vital contributions in history with interviews and stories that center around women's experiences in industry. These women are not only modern day leaders, but they are truly historic as well. Today we feature Catherine Burke with Catherine Burke Consultants. Well, I have been a little over 20 years in the oil and gas industry and seven working for the military doing the rebuilding efforts of Iraq and Afghanistan after the second Gulf War. My primarily background is in completions. So with CTJ on the on the downside, that would be after the completions, I had a little bit to offer them in a different point of view. By utilizing the drone technology, I can highlight steel manufacturing, fabrication, and uh, installation out on locations, which a lot of people don't realize. It's, it is a blue-collar worker job, but it, it's very labor-intensive. And you have a lot of people that are playing small parts in a bigger thing. And the bigger thing is, is to get that oil and gas out of the ground, get it downstream and get it onto production so that we can then refine it and turn it into whatever we need to turn it into. They are contractors or they talk about hiring, discussing the lives of what it means to be in the construction business. And since the oil of oil and gas business had kind of taken a turn for the worse. I had refocused the efforts of CTJ's marketing strategies to include construction. To listen to the full-length interview with Catherine Burke of Catherine Burke Consultants or to check out other exclusive interviews, visit thecrudelife.com. That's thecrudelife.com. Please join us all month long as we celebrate Women's History Month here at The Crude Life. From the staff here at the Crude Life Week in Review, my name is Jason Spees, asking you to always remember, energy is more than an industry, it's a way of life. The Crude Life is sponsored in part by... For more than 100 years, First International Bank and Trust has been headquartered in western North Dakota, home of the Bakken. Our proven record of mineral management, appraisal, and brokerage services is now enhanced by the only Bakken-specific software, Mineral Tracker. Trust First International Mineral and Land Services and Mineral Tracker to protect your interests and help build and preserve a financial legacy for generations to come. 
It takes an industry to build a forest. Did you know about half the trees planted in the last 20 to 30 years have died within the first year? Lack of watering, transplant shock, special interest groups, poor growing conditions are just a few reasons it takes an industry to build a forest, and that is exactly what the industrial forest does. Sustainability sheds, critical pipeline systems are implemented to ensure the forest survives and absorbs carbon for decades to come. It takes an industry to build a forest. Check out theindustrialforest.com. That's theindustrialforest.com. The music heard on the Crude Life Morning Show, Play Hard, Work Hard, is by the Moody River Band. Interested in becoming a sponsor? Email studio at thecrudelife.com. The Crude Life with host Jason Speece. So there's still people without power as of this morning. You know, right now, I think there's very limited driving out there in West Texas. They're generating about 5% of the power today uh, in in Texas. Sensitive microphone because I just poured a glass of water because we don't have running water here yet. I mean, this this has been uh, a very trying week for a lot of people across the state of Texas. Uh, There are, and let me just say this, I'm sorry that so many Texans were let down by their grid. On the phone talking with us today, Chairman Christy Craddock of the Texas Railroad Commission. We have roughly 470,000 miles of interstate and intrastate pipe and pipelines in Texas and roughly another 500,000 miles of gas utilities uh, lines in Texas. So we have a lot of, and gathering lines are in that 470,000 miles as well. So we have a lot of pipe in Texas. We're the largest pipe state by a sixth. It it is a very challenging day in Texas right now. Uh, The grid operator is projecting that nearly three million homes in Texas uh, are without power today. uh, And and there's- It's our snowing here in Lubbock again. I mean, I don't, I thought it was supposed to be sunny today. So I'm from Odessa, and that's a big part of my district, but I also represent, uh, in addition to Ector County, uh, three other counties in the Permian Basin. So Andrews County, Ector County, Ward County, and Winkler County, but uh, all, all in West Texas, all in the middle of the oil patch. You know, when they close the roads down, we can't transport that, that those uh, those materials. And so we can't get the product to uh, where it needs to go to get refined so that we can either one, heat our homes, or two, uh, have fuel for our vehicles. Um, with pipelines, that doesn't really come into effect. You know, once the pipelines are laid, not much can stop that that crude oil or uh, natural gas from getting from point A to point B. They are so far behind the curve on getting the storage, the battery storage, uh, in place to be even be able to handle a, 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 the, you know, the most minute degree of storage for a case like what happened in Texas. And now, you know, there's going to be a spotlight on that. And just an incredible impact. We saw nearly 30 gigawatts uh, come offline yesterday. Half the the lodge went without water since Saturday. On Friday, the Railroad Commission uh, took quick action. I know you recently had Chairman Craddock on. We'll have water for until 5 p.m. And then we'll be off again for the night. On Friday, I sent a letter asking the Public Utilities Commission of Texas to rescind its order authorizing uh, these uh, generator, these generators or these providers to increase the rates. You know, I don't know that's true, but I don't think I'd want to be in a hospital in Dallas, Texas, on a, on life support 
and know that wind energy is going to be my source of keeping that machine running, right? JP Warren reporting from uh, Houston, Texas, 9, 12 a.m. Uh, I don't even know what day it is right now. I think it's Wednesday. Uh, we ran out of water yesterday. Well, I've had maybe three hours of sleep in three days.